Hello and welcome to another Wicked Bandwidth podcast. I am your host, Brian Fonfara, and with me today, again, is Wicked Bandwidth President Michael Murphy. Mike, how are you doing today? Brian, I'm doing great. Good to be back. It is, Mike. It's been a while since you've last uh, graced us with your presence here on the podcast, so you got to start off by telling us what you've been up to with all this free time. Far more entertaining guests than me, I would presume, but... but um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we've we've finally broken out of winter and we're into summer. We didn't mm-hmm. have much of a spring, but it's good to get outside and, and do some things and, and feel the warm weather and that kind of thing. Um, kids are wrapping up school um, mm-hmm. this week for most kids. So summer's officially started and, and looking forward to it, you know? Here we go. All right. You've been watching any World Cup, Mike, or are you not a soccer fan? You know, I, I think the World Cup is a phenomenal tournament. And, you know, I, I lived in a town, uh, moved into a town um, that had a, a pretty big Brazilian population. And okay. This just probably goes back, must be eight years ago, when it, when Brazil won the World Cup. And I just remember waking up at five o'clock in the morning to <laughs> horns honking and people hollering out, out in the streets, you know. And uh-huh. it's just such a big following internationally that i think it's a just a really cool tournament that brings you know countries together and things and yeah so it's it's a neat thing do i follow it not very closely but uh i do follow bits and pieces of it and i think it's kind of fun how about you you a world cup guy yeah i've, I've watched as much as i can um with no united states in it i'm kind of cheering for belgium as my as my next team Mostly because I'm a fan of a few of their players. I'm not from Belgium or anything, but uh, their next game is going to be Saturday at uh, 6 a.m. local time. So I'm going to be up bright and early <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, that's the other thing is you, you know you've got uh, you got some different time zones to deal with. Mm-hmm. So the games are at. Uh, that's probably why I don't follow it because I'm not that committed to get up at six yeah. o'clock in the morning to watch <laughs> the game. Right? I see the highlights on uh, on one of the sports channels later on. Mm-hmm. Well, this is an improvement. Last last World Cup, I was living in Vietnam at the time, so all those games were actually at, you know, one, two, three, four a.m. So yeah, this tough. is a this is a step in the right direction for me. There, there you go. <laughs> all right, Mike. I understand we actually have some some work talk to get through, and we're talking fixed wireless today. Yeah, absolutely. So, can you start just by defining it for us? What is fixed wireless? Yeah, you know, and, and I think over the years, wireless within the network space has had a bit of a stigma attached to it where it was unreliable or, you know, it didn't have great throughput. And I think those things were true historically where the, the throughput that you'd get through fixed wireless was, was lower and you'd have some issues with weather and what they call fade and, and different things. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot's changed uh, over the years, and, and I think now it's become a much more acceptable primary connection method than it was in the past. You know, you think about your your handheld device that you're streaming Netflix or the World Cup on, you know, mm-hmm. with really no hesitation or jitter or anything and realize it's pretty reliable. The 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 wireless that we're talking about, what we've done at Wicked is is we built a fiber backbone that runs through the city of Boston and connects to a bunch of buildings. In order to extend from those buildings, we literally go up on the rooftop of the buildings we have fiber in and see what's line of sight. All that means is what buildings can we see from there that we could put an antenna up on the the fiber-fed building and connect to a building in very close proximity. So 
one of the things with wireless is the shorter the shot, meaning the shorter the distance between the two buildings, the better signal quality you get, the more bandwidth you can get, you know, this and, and keep the cost reasonable. Uh, mm-hmm. You can certainly do longer shots and get plenty of bandwidth and great signal quality, but the cost of the gear goes up exponentially. So for us, we're talking about literally shooting from one side of the street to the other or maybe um, down a block or two. So it's very short hop wireless, which very, very reliable. It's cost effective to do it. And I think one of the really neat things that is different than fiber, and, and you know, truth be told, I was a, a fiber guy my entire career, and, and you know, some of the folks on the team here were really you know big proponents of wireless, and it probably took me a little while to to warm up to it. So I get I get the argument from the other side because I was probably a detractor <laughs> of the technology for a while because I didn't understand it, you know, quite mm-hmm. candidly, I just didn't understand it all that well, and and was relying on twenty or thirty year old data points. One of the really neat things, you know, with fiber, it takes us to build a new fiber connection in the city of Boston. It could take up to six months or more to build that. And mm-hmm. so you've got to have customers that have longer planning cycles and, and everything else. Uh, wireless, we had a client we were working with and they said, you know, our, we, we had a problem. Our lease didn't get renewed. We have to move. We've got four days to move into a new office and it's a temporary office space. And we need to be up and running. And we were able to get a wireless connection into that location in three days, give them a day to test. And in two months or three months, they want to move to a permanent location. And we're able to move that very easily. Where with fiber, the timeframes wouldn't work. And the idea of moving it, it's a fixed asset. Once you put it mm-hmm. in that building, you're not moving it somewhere. But with a, a radio, you can, or the antenna, you can, you can move it from one place to the other. So it gives you a tremendous amount of flexibility. And I think, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a different technology that I think everything has its fit. So is fiber for everyone? Probably not. You know, it overshoots the runway for some of our, our small or even mid-sized customers. Um, wireless is a great fit for some. And so I think we have a lot of flexibility within our, our connection methods now that I think is, is, you know, really a, a robust quality. Sounds great. Sounds a lot faster. That's great. So you sound pretty confident. Can you go a little bit deeper? Are you sure? Are you confident that this is going to deliver the same speeds and the same level of reliability? Yeah, you know, for for Wicked Bandwidth, one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is the the level of service that we deliver. I mean, that's one of the key tenets of the business is to say, you know, some of the big operators, which I won't name to protect the guilty here, but, um, <laughs> you know, th- th- their quality of service is difficult. I mean, they've got a, a huge customer base out there, a ton of network. It, you know, it's just a different play for us where if we're going to be small and nimble and, and everything, we've got to provide a great level of service. Before we deployed wireless, and again, I was a bit of a skeptic as I looked at it. I said, ah, you know, I don't know. We tested it. I mean, we did a lot of testing with it, and it's rock solid. The bandwidth throughput has been tremendous. Really, I, I feel very – I sound confident because I am confident because we've done it. We've got customers out there that, you know, are utilizing the service. And, you know, it, it like I said, it just does some neat things. You can get it deployed very quickly. You can get it into buildings where you can't get fiber. And the idea is can't is that it's either not cost justified or, 
it's just very difficult, you know, guaranteed streets. You know, in Boston, they have this thing called a guaranteed street. And what that means is it's been paved within the last five years or so, and they don't want you tearing that street up again to dig a trench and put things in so they don't allow mm-hmm. you to do it. So there's a whole bunch of hurdles and obstacles you may have, you know, train tracks, or you may have some, you know, physical infrastructure impediment that doesn't allow fiber to come in you can bring wireless in and, and provide a much better solution than a cable modem or a copper-based broadband service, you know, from the local exchange carrier. And uh, it just opens up, up a whole different set of services. Awesome. Um, so bottom line this for me a little bit, Mike, what is all of this, you know, being able to go wireless, what does it all mean for Wicked Bandwidth? Yeah, so I mean, you know, for us, it expands our universe greatly. You know, we were building fiber into buildings, um, which we still do. You know, we're still doing that as part of our um, service offering where it makes sense. We're building fiber. Um, Then we're using that to extend out um, to other locations. And what does it do for our business? A few things. One, quick deployment. To I think a more cost-effective ability to get into a building. So buildings before we had to have, you know, ten or fifteen tenants within the building, so we could get a return on the investment that we're making on the the construction cost of fiber. The you know the cost to deploy wireless is significantly less, so we can go into smaller buildings. So we open up that service to a whole new group of people that weren't able to get service from us before. Uh, we also are able to offer a completely diverse method of connection. So if somebody today had a fiber-based service from one of our competitors and they were looking for a backup solution, it doesn't get more diverse than this. I mean, we're, we're not in the street. We're not in the manhole. You're not worried about saying, you know, gee, do they come in the same conduit, the same entrance, the same riser, and is there a single point of failure there? We're doing a wireless shot from a point far removed from the backhoe distance uh, to the roof of the building and then bringing that down through the riser system to the customer location. So it's just a tremendous amount of diversity there that's that's real easy to to verify where, you know, one of the challenges you have with fiber and we come in many times in diverse entrances and buildings, but you have to physically map it and you have to be able to show that to a client to say, no, nope, you know, we're coming in this vault off of this corner and this manhole and let me show you where it is. And they're coming in somewhere else. What you don't know is when the service provider that you're diverse from decides to groom their network, change something and, and rolls everything onto the same path that you're on. That's never going to happen with wireless. Even if they said, hey, I'm going to put up a wireless link and that's how I'm going to get to the building. It's still a completely separate wireless link. So it gives you a, a very diverse play. So I think it it offers a number of different benefits to our client base. Well, speaking of that client base, bottom line it for me again, what does it mean for the consumer? I guess I didn't answer your question the first time, Brian, huh? <laughs> well, we talked wicked. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. Benefits so, for the um, consumer. Yeah, I mean, it's still more of the, the idea of better, faster, cheaper, right? When you're mm-hmm. able to get things to people that don't have the right infrastructure in the building. We've talked a lot in past episodes about the cloud and migrating to the cloud and how all your data doesn't live on site anymore. So you really are dependent upon this internet connection or you know some kind of connection to the outside world 
to get to all of your data, all your business applications, everything else. So I think now we're able to, in buildings where they may have a number of fiber providers already, we're able to provide a backup or a secondary solution, or maybe it becomes a primary, but a completely diverse alternative solution. On the other side of it, buildings that just, you know, the fiber providers that were out there looked at it and said, there's not enough business in there to justify me building fiber in. So you've got cable modem and you've got copper. And the clients in the building look at it and say, I've outgrown the cable modem or it's too unreliable or whatever the issue is. And they've looked at it and said, copper doesn't make any sense at all. Now they have an alternative solution that they can use to run their business. And so I think we can deploy it quickly. And then the other part is when you get to cheaper, the economics on on wireless are different than some of the fiber-based services. So we're able to, to get to these buildings that may be less dense and offer mm-hmm. the same competitive prices that we can in the, in, the, in the larger buildings. Very good. Mike, did you have any final thoughts or any final examples of, of this working that you wanted to give before we signed off for today? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's one of those situations where in the buildings that we have serviced today, um, give it a try. You know, I think, you know, one of the things that we try to be is pretty flexible about how we go about our business. And we understand that, you know, we're a newer company and we really work hard to earn people's business out there to say, hey, you know, we're different. We do all these really cool things. Proof's in the punch. If we're in a building already, it's usually a lower reasonable cost to connect a new customer within the building. Give it a try. I mean, we'll. We'll work with you on, on how that contract looks if, if really the biggest stumbling block is I'm not sure about wireless. My, my suggestion is give it a try. Very good. Mike, thank you once again for taking the time to talk Wicked Band with us, with us today. You can find more Wicked Band with podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, or at wickedbandwith.com slash wickedpodcasts. You can also visit wickedbandwith.com to learn more about the company and what we offer. So thank you for listening to the Wicked Band with podcast, and we'll catch you next time.